Uh, we have a special guest today. We have Nick, the sign holder. Yay! Hey, Nick. Hi. What's up? Hello. Welcome, what Nick. What about sign holding right now? <laughs> well, and Nick, you when you were on Kevin and Bean, um, we were listening back to your first time there, first time calling in. It seemed like uh, everybody immediately responded to you. You had callers calling and asking about yeah, you. That was that was weird. I just called in just. I don't know. I wasn't thinking anything of it other than I wanted to talk to him and be at the time. I didn't know it would kind of like take off like that, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. It was like, it was such an up and down thing, you know? <laughs> well, tell us all about it. What made you call in? I don't remember. I just want to talk. I don't, I don't know what you want to talk about at the time. I, well, actually, no, they were talking about sign holders and I called in because I was one at yes. the time. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And it was a good, that was a good job. The best thing about that job was that I made friends I still have at that store, that AT&T store. And so that was kind of like, that was kind of the best part of it. Cause I actually had real friends at that job. So that, that I'm still friends with. So. So Nick, that was what it do nephew, right? Yeah. So you called in and didn't you like go out and hold a sign for Kevin and Bean the next day that said honk for I Kevin did. and Bean? I did. Wow. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, That's awesome. <laughs> Next so my dream, my dream was that Bean would call one day. Hey, Ed, you're funny. Come on down. You could be on the show. <laughs> you got my dream. I, <laughs> I don't know. It's it's sign holding such a weird job. It was just me just holding a sign. I'm just listening to music. I'm just kind of like in my own thoughts at the time. I'm just spinning the sign, you know. Yeah. I was ha- well, I was happy there because there were like girls I liked who worked at that store who are my wow. fr- who became my friends, you know. <laughs> there you go. So yeah. what happened to the script that you wrote? The script, jeez, oh, it's always changing. Everything what I creatively what I want is always changing. Though I did actually, I did actually run into uh, Joseph Kaczynski on the street uh-huh. about a week before Christmas. I literally ran into him on the street in Pasadena. Oh, cool. Now, yeah, we, you guys know who that is? I know who that is. Yeah. He's, the high, he's like the high-flying, you know, you know, man of, the, man of the hour right now, you know? He did Tron Legacy. I remember yes, I, I went did. back and listened to some of your old clips, and you were saying you love Tron, the new Tron coming out, and you mentioned him specifically. So you ran into him. That's amazing. He's always been like a major role model to me. He's always been like someone who's meant a lot to me. But he's I've always looked up to Joe. I really have. And uh yeah, I just I was so happy. I knew he was gonna be there that night in Pasadena because I was going to his screening. I figured I'd like see him like afterwards in the theater. And this was like hours before the you know, the line started, you know, forming for the movie. I was just kind of like go prep it, you know, prepping. And then I just saw Joe on the street and then we had like a big dramatic talk, you know? Oh, you talked to him. Nice. Yes. Nice. Yeah. What did you ask him? Me. When Tron 3 is coming out? I just... <sighs> I That's told what him I would ask him. I'm waiting for that personally. You know, there's someone else I talked to about about that. I really liked uh, Bo Garrett as Jem. And I've met Bo a few times now. She's wonderful to me. She's like... She once said, like, I, I went to her play, and, like, afterwards we were talking, and, like, she was, like, telling her friends, oh, this is this guy, he loves Jem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, like, if, if, like, 
I were to team up with Joe, I would need to, I want to bring Bo back because like Bo's like someone really awesome. Cool. So what is the script about? The script? <sighs> right. Jeez, I'm going through such a, ch- I, it's changed a lot since like I want, I, my creative plans have changed since I started talking about it over the years. It's just a lot of things have changed over the, over the years for what I want. Yeah. I, yeah. I recall that being one of the things is that you always, every time you had something that you wanted to do differently on this group. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I feel I should kind of mention this cause like it came up a lot on Kevin and Bean. I've always look cause this is kind of a controversial subject right now. Unfortunately, I, I always loved Amber, Amber Heard. I was all, I've always been like a fan of hers. And it was like, Oh, and then as soon as Johnny came along, I'm like, Oh, Johnny, this Johnny, that it was like, it's like, why am I supposed to care about his opinion now? You know? Yeah. It's like, I don't know. It's just like, everyone's like trying to force like, oh, Johnny, th- what? here's what Johnny thinks. And this is all about Johnny's like, I, I like, even before things started going bad, I was like already over it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> over Johnny Depp. <laughs> I funny. did. Yeah. yeah. I was just saying, I'm listening to 2009 when you call in to talk about Amber Heard. And so it's always bizarre to hear old yeah. things from years ago and then that being in the news cycle today. It was just, well, it was a lot more fun before Johnny had to come in and his ego ruined everything. You know, <laughs> I actually did see Amber again. And last time I saw her was in twice in 2018. And she was great to me at that, that time, that time, because so much had happened and I was just so happy to reconnect. Her. I met her like a whole bunch of times, 2010, 2011, long stretch of having to hear about Johnny this, Johnny that. <laughs> it was just nice. It was nice to see her again in 2018. And like, you know, because so much had happened. And I just kind of was, again, at that point, I just wanted to whole, put the whole Johnny thing behind, but no, can't do that <laughs> next year, you know? <laughs> can you connect with her now? I would love to. I would kind of, I would like the whole media craziness to die down first yeah. i think that's that that'd be wise mm-hmm. I, think, I think with this whole recent thing there's just too many opinions you know the place where like everyone has an opinion about it and, like you just get sick of hearing about oh this person thinks about that it's, like just just too many you know when there's too many opinions about something you know yeah yeah well yeah, speaking I mean, of that um, a lot of people on the <laughs> Kevin and Bean group have been asking, "What's Nick's opinion of the trial? What's Nick's opinion of Amber yeah. Heard?" I think it's very sad. I think the whole thing was very sad. I think the whole thing just was ugly and depressing. And yeah, I just want I just want the whole thing to just kind of go away. I just she needs to just. I think for her, she just needs stability and for things to just calm down for a while, and then you know, go forward. You know, but like. It was, it was not fun. It was not fun to see. It was depressing, obviously. But you know, you gotta move, gotta move forward. You know. Do you think I now actually, that I the want to see her move, I want to see her move forward. Yeah, I was just gonna ask. Do you think now that the court case is over, that they can finally just move on and let the dust settle? God, I hope so. It's just, <laughs> it just, it just sucks the life out of so many things when it's just the two, when it's the two of them fighting. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That whole t- case was just. Yeah, it was sad no matter what happened. It was just sad from top to yeah. bottom, no matter who yeah. won or lost. So yeah. I, I'm with you. I want it to go away. Let's forget about it. I want Johnny to go to Europe 
and never come back and he can have whatever thing that makes him you know all kind of drugged out and like just go away but you were clearly team amber heard on it right yeah I, I am and i was but at the same time i just want the thing was just so exhausting it's like i just want this to end and go away i want a lot less people's opinions. I just want things to die down so I can feel more like, I think the problem was I felt like what I wanted and what I was hoping for was kind of, kind of got pushed out because there's just so much negative over the top media sensation stuff. It's just too much. Mm -hmm. You know, you just, I just need things to, you need things to calm down. I want to see where things are in a few months, you know, Mm -hmm. just have things calm down. I got, I also got to say, um, I will I'll always care about Amber. I am so in love with uh the Instagram page of January Jones. That just ah. that, that's made me so happy. It's like that's like my favorite place on it's my favorite place online for sure. It's my favorite place in pretty much any dimension, it seems like. <laughs> that's good. Praise I indeed. love her Instagram page. Did you see her? She was on a short lived show called The Last Man in the World. Last Man on Earth. The last man on earth. He yeah. was so good in that. I did watch. I did watch that. I yeah. love that show. It didn't last what yeah. maybe two seasons, but she was hilarious in it. Yeah, she's great. She's she's wonderful. I I did watch it. I they they, they, they should at least come back and do like a wrap up season. Oh I yeah, was, right. That's what. Yeah. yeah, that was a. It lasted like three seasons, and then the last season ended on a cliffhanger, and no more. No more. No one likes no one likes unresolved issues, you know. Yeah, right? not at all. No. no. So, Nick, what did you do after the um, sign waving job? I've been trying to work for Joe Kaczynski. Kaczynski, that's what I really want more than anything. All this time. I, I, um, as far as like actually working, working. Um, another the other job the other job I had was I was like an assistant for uh this lady i knew who like isn't like an art broker like her company like you know loaned uh art art pieces to like productions and i drove them and transported them and like i I was like her assistant for a while that lasted for a while i would still be doing it she didn't she kind of like didn't need me anymore i think once the pandemic happened that kind of dried up right yeah but i did assistant work for like a stretch of time there okay that was fun she was a so, lot like Kelly Catrone. It was like like from like the hills. She was like, oh really? Black hair, always moody, always busy, always like you know, always chewing someone out. There's there a lot of Kelly Catrone similarities. Oh wow! Always, always chewing someone out. Sometimes me, you know. <laughs> so tell us about like the good times that Kevin and Bean, because you said there's good times and bad times. Good, to- oh, good times, like when the- I when I was being accepted, when I, I felt liked and accepted, and like you know, just kind of like my whole craziness was accepted, you know. Yeah. And another thing, early on, it was I, it was just so surprising that it was all happening like that at the time, you know, because mm-hmm. I, I it was very it was very new, and I I real I love those guys, I really do care about them still, and I don't know, I guess. I guess things felt like it took a turn for a bit when I was like, you know, I, I don't know. I guess, I guess it felt like there wasn't more to me than just a high pitched voice and kind of like over the top, you know, silliness, which 
that is real me. I don't, I don't know. There's more to me than that. And then the next year, I was kind of going through some things. I wasn't as happy the next year because it, and I was unhappy for for reasons like just other stuff in my life that was kind of made me down. I wasn't as in, as in a good mood. And I got through that. And, you know, I still kept talk, talking to guys. And, you know, I'll always, always care about those guys, you know? Yeah, yeah. Do you think yeah. it was largely positive, you know, being on Kevin and Bean? It was largely positive, yeah. Yeah, I think I think the problem was, like, the following year, just things were going. I think one of my friends was trying to, like, interfere with that, me actually showing up what was actually going to happen. I was not happy about that. That, that kind of pissed me off. Because he was trying to like interfere in what was actually happening, and like as a former friend, so. But so, weren't you on like I'm going to get the wrong thing, like but an MTV or some reality show about dating? I filmed it. It never aired. I got paid for it though. Oh, nice. Yes, what never aired. Called? I don't. I don't know what it's called because I never aired. Oh, okay. I, <laughs> yes, I went on a date with a girl, and that was fun, and I. I got paid. I did. I, it made me feel like I could probably do a reality show now, you know, mm, that would be good. Cause you yeah, couldn't call in, you couldn't call into the Kevin and Bean show and tell them about it. You were under non-disclosure or something. You couldn't speak well, about it. Until paid, afterwards. You know? Yeah. I'm, this is, the, I, I like, I watch a lot of Bravo and I watched a lot of the Hills and, if I had done that now, I would be would have been so much more like you know ready for it. I had the experience. It was all kind of new to me then, but like I watched so much. I watched so much Bravo. It's like I have like the Bravo instincts. <laughs> I would have to, so I would be. It would be interesting now, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Kind of like going to a training camp, you know, baseball training camp. That was Bravo training camp for reality TV. You should actually do that. I don't, I don't know. Maybe. Who knows? Yeah, I was so, listening like, to some of your old bits, and you got to go to a lot of events with Kevin and Bean, like Dodger Day, Kevin and Bean Dodger Day. Yeah. And what was the other one? Um, the first one the first one Dodger Day. Mansion, too, right? Oh, that was amazing. That was amazing. So what was it like hanging out with Kevin and Bean and being part of that, the live yeah. broadcasts? Bean is... I think just being accepted me for whatever eccentric stuff I had, whatever I was feeling, you know, any like mood, like I was in, just kind of went with it. And Kevin's is, Kevin is always trying to like, you know, be like the, the fun loving anarchist. You know? That's <laughs> he's Kevin. always like, trying, yeah, he's always looking for like the craziest outcome. You know? <laughs> I think it was easier with Bean because Bean just knew that I was kind of like eccentric and had like, my own set of stuff I'm interested in. And like when it's kind of too far away from that, it's like, I don't know what to do, you know? Yeah. Bean can relate to that. That's kind of Bean too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it, there's only like a finite amount of people and things I'm like really emotionally invested in. And then when it's too far away from that, I don't know what to do. <laughs> but did they seem kind of like your uncle, like your quirky uncles that just kind of also kind of <laughs> took you under their wing a little bit? I have a quirky uncle and we don't, and we get along most of the time and occasionally once in a while we don't, but it's okay. We make up after, you know? Yeah. Have you called into KLOS? I have not. I should. Well, I, I'd like to. I should. I haven't really got around to it. I, I do listen to, to 
Kevin and uh, Sluggo on mm-hmm. occasionally when I'm like driving. When I, I do, I have heard them. What, what about any of the other podcasts? The podcast, I gotta catch up and listen to the podcast. It's just, I'm always, I, I write a lot and I'm trying to network a lot. And I'm like so, so full time obsessed with wanting to work with Joe. That's like what I really, that's like what I think about a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. I, to be honest with you, when I saw Joe Kaczynski, the two people I talked about the most, because it was my one opportunity to tell Joe what I really want. I talked about how he should work with January Jones. And like, I told, and I also told him that I really like, I like Britney Snow. And not only do I like Britney Snow, I actually participated in a writing program. And I told him about that. Cause that was, that, that was fun. I like, I wrote about Joe and how much he means to me to Britney Snow's writing program. Cause Britney's amazing. She's like a very, she's someone very special to me. Someone I look up to. So what about the other cast from Kevin and Bean? What, you... The other cat? The other cat. I remember liking Alex. <laughs> and then she kind of like left the show. I never thought, like, I haven't heard what happened to Alex. Yeah, we haven't been now? able to catch up to her. We haven't been able to catch up with her at all. Really now? No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we know something happened, but like no one will say what happened. We yeah. can ask like Kevin and, and other people, but they no one will say anything. So maybe it's best we just... No, so what, is it like is it like an uncomfortable like falling out situation? It seems like it, but no one will yeah, tell. There us. was a lawsuit. Yeah, I'm pretty a sure lawsuit? that there was. Like oh. a, yeah, oh. it was a. I think it was kind of a. If I re- recall, the limited things that people have said about it are something to do with something that Mike did. Um, oh, jeez. So they call her Voldemort. I think towards the end. Well, still, wow. I liked I liked Alex, but again, she was she wasn't as nice as I would have hoped she would have been as things went along. Oh, really? Because mm. she was Alex is beautiful and like very dynamic, and it was like, of course, you know, you, you know, it's easy to be attracted to her, you know. And I don't know, it just didn't things just didn't un, unfold the way I would have hoped they would with Alex. But it, you know, I get you know, it happens, you know. Now yeah. you went on a date with her, right? I did. I that clip I was listening to it. So how? Tell me about that. Did she meet you? I didn't know it was being. I didn't know it was being filmed. Well, no, not not filmed. Oh, come I on, it's Kevin and Bean. <laughs> I probably <laughs> should. I probably should have known. I should have like kind of been aware, but I was not because I was not. I was naive, or more naive at the time. It was a fun date. I probably should have paid more too. <laughs> Again, you know, it's it's experience, you know. I would do I do things differently now, you know. But right. yeah. wouldn't we all? Yeah, and definitely. Jed the fish showed up. Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> I bet your date. That was hilarious. Well, it would have been nice, and maybe if you know Alex's personality had been different, it would have worked out. Maybe would we would have gotten married if she'd been different. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, you were mentioning we were mentioning Psycho Mike. One of the bits they did, him and Omar came to your party. Remember that? I do. Yeah. What's Psycho Mike in real life? They got me drunk. They got me way more drunk than I should have been at that party. <laughs> no, they got me like by the toilet drunk. I missed a I missed a, a good like a good chunk of the party. And then when I came out, I was like really like too wasted, you know? Yeah. I, it, it, I, I was like, yeah, that was like 
way more drunk than I, I usually have ever gotten at that party. Dang. Trivia That's question. Crazy. What was Nick's drink of choice that night? Should I answer? Oh, yeah. Sure. It's open to everybody. <laughs> it Go was ahead, Jaeger. Jaeger, yeah. Jaeger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I haven't had Jaeger since. Was that your first time having Jaeger? I think that's what you said. That'll yeah, it. it was like the... That's the way yeah, to start, like... everyone says. <laughs> I didn't drink Jaeger ever since I had. I've had many an absolute cocktail since, but no Jaeger. <laughs> How long ago was that? Was that... 2000- that was 2007. 2007? I have a good memory. I think that's okay. another reason they liked me. I remember, ev- I remember everything, and... I think Kevin being, I think there's like a few things they want to forget, but I remember everything. <laughs> oh, that's your book, Nick. Write a book about Kevin and Bean. Yeah. Close those SOBs. <laughs> I, no, I don't want to write like an expose. I don't no. Want... no. Kevin and Bean and me. But no. <laughs> uh, no, I would only write nice things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think we're trying to embarrass them, but like I try to cut off anything that might be embarrassing when I go back to the old clip. So I, mean, I, 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 really, I can't listen to the old clips. It's like with like people on reality shows. They say I lived it. I can't watch it. It's kind of like that for me, you know. That would be yeah. weird. Yeah, but I do love uh, when I stumble across little clips that Eddie sends in, and uh, kind of discover those old things as well. And he seems to enjoy it, but. Again, a lot I'm of times he's calling. I'm glad he does. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad my enthusiasm still brings joy. That that that's a good feeling. Good. Good. Yeah. <clears throat> so, are you um, in the Kevin and Bean Social Club on Facebook? On there's a. I didn't know there was one. There. Oh. Yes. We'll invite you. Do you have his Facebook info, Chris? I do. Yeah. Yeah. You, you can, gotta yeah, join me. You'd love it. Yeah. No. Yes, people I'll ask join. about you. It's the really? most wonderful people. Yeah, you will love it. Okay. Yeah. And everybody's in it too. Like it started by Lightning and then Kevin's oh, in it. Kevin, uh, Kevin Stockdale. I'd be happy to join. Yeah, yeah you should. Like a, yeah, I'm kind of, this is a reminiscing, you know. That's what mm-hmm. that page is. You'll, you'll exactly. love it. Yeah. yeah. I, start, I, started like a, I started a Facebook group because look, for years, because I really, because I wasn't a fan of Amber's, I really, really tried hard to get those damn Playboy Club episodes released. I like really tried. I like I know. Put, like, I there was like I put real money into it. I really made. I just really went all out, and you know, again, a lot of the frustration was like instead of like those episodes, which are much more interesting. No, let's talk about Johnny some more. <laughs> <laughs> I just well, listened to that the other day, and you even had a, a website that you put up. And some of the people from the show, I think, contacted you, and they were kind of like encouraging you and, and thanking you for your efforts, right? Uh, I actually met the show's create the Playboy Club. The show's create. I met. I did meet Chad Hodge a couple of years ago. He was very thankful that I did that. He's he's great. I, I, I'm a, you know I write to Chad on you know Instagram every now and then you know, but I didn't meet him. He was appreciative. Yeah. Um, I love I love Janet Dewan. I was like that show was my introduction to Janet Dewan, and Janet Dewan makes me so happy. She's like <laughs> always, she's always gorgeous and always fun loving, and like I, she's great. I met her a few times, so it's interesting. You've you've met some of the people, like you met Kevin and Bean that you were fans of. You met people from the different shows you were fans of. It's interesting your trajectory. Yeah. 
Maybe, hmm? maybe you should work on bringing it back again because, like, now that <laughs> the trial's would, over. Well, that, I would love to bring it back. I need Aunt, yeah. I was gonna say now that the trial's yeah. over, Amber needs something to get get started again. I want Amber to like be okay in order to do it again. I need her to like just kind of put all this negativity behind her. It's I I don't know. I hope so. I I want to see where things are at with Amber in a few months. You know, mm-hmm. just yeah. I, I it's just she needs to she needs to some a sabbatical from all this messiness. Yeah, but yeah, what's a, that's another thing. I still would like to see those episodes. I think if anyone could help get those episodes released, it would probably be Joe Kaczynski because he's like amazing and has all sorts of powers other people don't. <laughs> so those episodes never the ones that they never showed. They never did get released, huh? I asked and asked and really? I did. I I called in to watch what happens live when Jenna was on. I brought it up. I brought those episodes up in front of like a national audience in front of like Andy Cohen. And like that should, and, and Chad posted about it on his Instagram the next day. That should have done it. It really should. That, that wow. there was interest, but it's like, you know, it's it just, just keep asking for something. You just think it's a logical thing to ask for. And it's like, why? I just never understood why. Yeah. They're why already they're finished. They're ready to go. It doesn't cost anything. Yeah, you would think some streaming service, whoever has the rights to the original series, yeah. That, that, I, hope not, I, hope Johnny isn't, I hope Johnny isn't trying to keep him down. I wouldn't put it past him <laughs> because he sucks. <laughs> I don't know. I try, my, I try my best. I really did, and I like, would still love to see them, but it's just it's – just, it's not like I'm still willing to try. It, it, it gets exhausting, you know, and there, and there were other things I wanted to, like, you know, kind of take my time and, like, you know, I don't know. I, I still hope. I still always, still always see them at some point. Sooner than yeah. later. Yeah. Sooner than later. Yeah. Hopefully yeah. they get released. I'm sure, like, every network is getting their own streaming service. So at one point, <laughs> they will become part of some streaming service. Well, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, that would be a good... uh with advertising, I mean, you see these things, they haven't been seen, and you can finally see them on our streaming service. You'd think it would make sense. I, I, I thought for sure it would have made sense to put them on Peacock, because NBC had that show. I thought, when they were launching Peacock, I thought, this would be a good opportunity, but again, it's like, the stall was just so frustrating. Yeah. 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 And I just want, I, I, I just want, I, I want the focus to be on Amber. I don't ever want to have to talk about, like, that you know that old drunk out pirate again because I'm so over him <laughs> for life. <laughs> so, so you're not going to see Pirates of the Caribbean six or whatever is coming. I, you know, I saw the last. <laughs> I actually did see the last Pirates movie. It was like Johnny wasn't even like interested in being involved in the plot. It's like the movie was actually good because everyone else was doing a good job, and he was like kind of like, eh, you know, I don't care anymore, you know. <laughs> You could see, you could just see how checked out he was, and how yeah. the movie itself was good without him actually trying, which is <laughs> which is actually worse than like you know not being in it at all. <laughs> well, they're rebooting everything, so maybe they could just reboot that with the new cast. Aren't they rebooting it? And I'll see it and not think about Johnny. <laughs> yeah, I think they're rebooting it with Margot Robbie. <laughs> That'd be fun. 
Oh, really? you know, I, yeah. yeah, you know what I really want? I, I really, really, really want. I want January to come back as Emma Frost. That is something I I would give any. I would, there's not, there, I would give nine out of 10 anythings for that. Yeah. I love oh, January yeah. as Emma Frost. Yeah, I remember watching that that movie, which is X-Men First Class, right? Yeah. 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 She, I, I wanted to see more of her character. I was happy she didn't die in that movie. I didn't. I didn't even see the. I didn't even see the movie until I found out for sure she doesn't die in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that reminds me. Uh, oh, well, who's that country singer that Bean's obsessed with? Taylor Swift. She was on an episode of CSI, and you, oh. you called in. You were upset because like she died yeah, in CSI. it. Like she no, she died can't die. It. She died in that episode. <laughs> CSI she had a song, song in it too. What? She had a song in it too. I think. Oh. Right. What's she doing? Giving her like her gift to CSI. <laughs> that also had was it Justin Bieber it. too? Oh, that's right. Uh, Justin Bieber was it doesn't matter. On these crime procedural shows, no one's special. No one is like you know pre- is like pretty enough to like you know embrace. It's all about like you're dead and like you know who killed you and like I'm not into that shit, you know. <laughs> yeah, I like so, I like I like embracing my stars and celebrating them and lifting my stars up, not killing so, them. <laughs> what yeah. shows do you watch now? What do I watch? Um, I'm all over. I watch. I still watch a lot of Bravo. I watch a lot of Bravo. I I don't know. I. I always liked the Real Housewives, but then like Erica Jane scandal that kind of messed up the last season. I like the Real Housewives of Salt Lake Salt Lake City because they're awesome. Okay, they're awesome. And what I'm like in terms of like actual, sh- I watched the Marvel shows. I watched Loki, and I watched um, I don't remember, and I watched WandaVision. I, I, I streaming's hard. Streaming's actually kind of hard because it's hard to get streaming on like my TV. We only have Netflix. Netflix is streaming on the on my TV at home. And it's hard to yeah. streaming's kinda of hard. And most of my streaming I watch on my laptop and it's kinda it's not as good though. I just want to pay things and go see them in a the theater. Yeah. Have you have you watched the new Stranger Things? Um I've seen so I've saw the first couple of seasons. I, I haven't seen it recently. I've seen Stranger Things before. It's all right. All right. <laughs> Right. Um, I watched I watched Glow until they canceled that. I thought they should still bring back Glow. I liked Glow. Yeah, that was a good oh, show. Was that good? Yeah, yeah, yeah but Green. they bailed. They bailed. I don't yeah. like it when stories just kind of you know get canceled and give up. Because I didn't give up on my favorite show. At least try. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, with streaming services, it seems like they only do like a couple of seasons and then they bail on it. I don't like bailing. I like you know I I like characters sticking around. He's committed. <laughs> yeah, I am committed. Yeah, because other people aren't, and then you got <laughs> and then you got to set a better example. You know, <laughs> see, that's what we need to see your script come to life because we'll have that well, character development. To be honest with you, when I was I wrote something for Amber. This was before Johnny, and at the time, it was a very different time, and like. I finished and I was proud of it. And the thing was, like, I, I remember writing about Amber being in love with an older man in what I wrote. And then Johnny came along and then 
I started to think, is this really what I want? Because it was jo- it was kind of Johnny becoming more real, kind of made the whole. He really did change. He really did change what I wanted because inadvertently, it's like you know, it kept being a. I I kept picturing Johnny in my imagination. It's like I felt like I was being overshadowed by Johnny in my own imagination. That became problematic, you know. Yeah. It, yeah. Wow, that's pretty. You're you're yeah. taking the blame for them getting together because you taking the blame. wrote it and it <laughs> happened. You you wrote it into existence. <laughs> I would never write that into existence. <laughs> I I just I don't know. It's he was he just started. He's just been so intrusive to so many things as far as Amber goes for so many years, and it's like I just want him to not be anywhere near what anything I care about, you know. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So is there anything you want to talk about, like promote or bring up so that anybody that so Steve up. or one listener can know about? <laughs> Let me, th- um, uh, I do have to talk about like, I'm tr- basically right now. Um, I'm trying to write this. I'm trying to write, trying to script out and write out and trying to make into something actual. Um, the reason I got so into joke, into joke, uh, really, I'm getting so interested in Joseph Kaczynski. His uh, first short, one of his earliest shorts, is something that I saw a lot more potential in. I think I told Joe I want to expand upon um, this short he made called The Eye Spec. Uh, Joe made a short about a program that can like unlock any fictional world. I think basically, I think Joe made a real life magic movie ticket from okay. Last Action Hero. Uh-huh. And that's what I talked to a lot about. I talked about that to Joe a lot of times. The times I have seen him, yeah. and that's what I, and that's what, I, that's what I tell. I told all these star, all these like celebrities and stars, and all these ladies I really like. I keep telling all of them. I mean, all of them. Joe, ma- Joe made this like. Oh, I'm gonna drink some water. My throat is going. <laughs> <It's> like, <clears throat> Okay, so Joe made this program that can, like, change anything in fiction. It can, like, unlock and alter anything in fiction. And I thought, like, I keep telling January Jones and Brittany Snow, I even told it to Amber a few years ago, you got to get behind, you got to, like, team up Joe, and you got to, like, figure out how to use this thing, the iSpec, because it's a real thing. It's the, it's the short that got the, the, the job with Tron at Disney. Yeah, this short. and that's just been my passion because, like, I see because I think that's kind of always kind of been like how I wanted to team Joe to like help expand this idea into something major. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds like a something that a lot of studios would be into because of the IP thing right now. They they do everything to get all the all their properties in one movie, kind of like Ready Player One and Space Jam. Yeah. Well, it just affects it. The thing, the thing about it, 
this idea, like Joe, Joe just made something that for me can like change any, it can just change any story. And it actually kind of like, it actually affected something very recent. I feel, I feel I should tell you this. Um, I was, I went through a lot of strange emotions about, I don't know if, did any of you guys hear about uh, the movie X with Britney Snow? X. No, X. No. The mm-hmm. H- no one's heard of X. No. The horror movie, the horror, the A24 horror movie. No. I remember the prom I, I, one, but not that one. No one saw that? Oh, that just, that, that just came out, right? Because this is 2022. Yeah. Here's the thing. Brittany Snow played like a porn star in a horror movie. And it was like a, emotionally a lot for me to deal with. Okay. And I don't, yes, it was like, because I knew something bad was going to happen to her at the end. And I just, I feel I should explore. This is kind of like how my imagination works and how my influence of Joe works. Um, I was just very emotional because I really was playing this porn star in this horror movie that came out just in March. And I was like mm-hmm. so emotional because I was just so certain this was going to end so badly for her on screen. And I really grew to love her character because she's like a hot, sassy porn star in this. Yeah. And basically her, what happened was her character gets eaten by alligators at the end of the movie. Her character gets eaten by alligators. Spoiler alert. <laughs> so I, I, well, no, it's not, it's not the end of the story, though. I, I, ima- I literally imagine, and this is all because of Joe and because of what he created. I imagine Brittany, Brittany being saved by Joe Kaczynski's program that can change anything in fiction. I imagine Brittany's porn star character being transformed into like an alligator hybrid woman. And so basically she gets eaten by alligators, but then is saved and turned into like an alligator hybrid. (laughs) And then I wrote that, and then I wrote that to Brittany and to her writing program. I just made it so, so clear. This is what I imagined would happen. And I mentioned it more than once. I was just adamant about it. (laughs) That came from like Joe's influence on me that Brittany would be saved to become half alligator. <laughs> what do you think? And, and and then what would she do? And then well, she eat other people in the movie, or would she? She's like a sci. It's like a sci-fi movie. Perfect. Yeah. It's, it's a twenty-four. They're so weird. They're they're so they're, they do so much messed up stuff. Would it really be that surprising if it's a twenty-four? Yeah. <laughs> That movie was like emotionally a lot to deal with. That was like, you just knew something was, it was going to end in such a bad way. And it just kind of happened. It just came to me that her character it turned into like an alligator hybrid. And I just, and again, I was really adamant on Instagram to Brittany and a lot of the girls from Pitch Perfect. I've met some of the girls from Pitch Perfect before. They're familiar okay. with me. I was just so adamant. This is what happens because this is Joe's influence on me. In turn, the influence you know that I'm you know hoping you believe in. But, it, it yeah, I mean it sounds it sounds like it would be a good movie. It, just, it would be interesting to see where it goes. Does she start eating people? Does she you know just go no, on? No, I I think we had I. I, I don't know. That's another thing. I, there's a lot to figure out from there. I think it's just because Joe, for me, 
Joe created a way for my imagination to kind of over find a way to kind of override what a lot of other mean film filmmakers do. Yeah. I'm just in, I'm interested in like this program because to me this he can like a lot of filmmakers do a lot of stuff. It's just too much. It's not nice. It's just really scary really scary at times and i i'm interested because joe just to me just joe joe gave me a ma- essentially like a magic wand and it's a way to just kind of like you know how to like override anything anything that any story could do you know yeah yeah yes because joe and joe has joe has influence these days he's got a, he's a, like a very like influential guy now you know mm-hmm. yeah and, i think and- not i I think another thing that a few years ago, another way that Joe affected my imagination, this is kind of something similar to this. I when, I when the new Blade Runner movie came out, I was kind of like feeling emotional about, because Daryl Hannah wasn't in the new movie. But I loved Pris. I was always like a fan of Pris. And I was uh-huh. so sad that Daryl Hannah died in the original Blade Runner. She wasn't coming back. And on my third viewing of uh, Blade Runner 2049, about halfway through the movie, I had a dream that uh, in the in like the wall in like the in the building like the the Tyrell building the Wallace building the Lad Company tree the logo from the original movie was like a real tree inside Blade the Blade Runner world and I had a dream that Daryl Hannah came back as Chris came back to life in the Lad Company tree it was like a real life size tree. Okay, and I always I always kind of like thought it was joe's influence on my imagination that kind of like got me there help me imagine that just like a just like a little pod that grows out of the one of the branches huh she falls out this is this is all very crazy stuff this is all a lot to explain it's just (laughs) no but like i really feel like i belong working with joe i really do because i he i can I, he he unlocks my brain unlike anyone else can, and I can I know how to like you know figure out the max potential for you know what he does. We did great together. <laughs> Nick, that have you thought of doing fan fiction? Because a lot of people they kind of take something they like and they kind of branch out in their own way. Kind of sounds mm-hmm. like that's what you would be good at. It, it is. It's just I want all this to be legitimate because this is a real thing Joe created. Something that can just like oh, it's kind of override. To me, like Joe made something that could help characters that get screwed over. And I mm-hmm. told him that. I I really told him that. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing about fan fiction. If you start writing it, it eventually could become part of the story or a different story. Like there's been movies made out of fan fiction. I I know. Yeah. It, it just got crazy because I never. I always wrote to Britney Snow. I wrote to Britney Snow online for many years, and I loved be- I loved being a part of a writing a September letters. That's her writing program. I loved being a part of that writing program. I loved writing about you know what I wrote a lot about Joe to her and in the writing program. And this whole thing where Britney becomes like an alligator woman, it just it just kind of happened, you know, because it yeah. just got so cause like this. This movie what she did was so crazy because she's playing like this beautiful porn star, and then like everyone starts getting, everyone starts getting killed all around her. I and think you should I, do just, a fan fiction about the alligator woman. I think it'd be interesting. I should, yeah, I want to. I want yeah. her. I want Brittany to believe. I want Brittany to believe that's what actually happens to her character. You know. Yeah, 
I mean, if you just put it together, write it, send it to her, like the whole realized story. I think that works more than. I, again she has like a writing program and like they're so fully aware that this is what i imagine happening I, I, hope you guys, I hope you guys like all my talking about joe because that's really where my passion is that's i really feel i should be working with joe i really do we as kevin and bean fans have always liked your enthusiasm just how much you enjoy i love being enthusiastic yeah yeah and, it's infectious and, yeah. yeah. And even yeah. even going back and listening to some of them, all the people that respond to you, it's the same. Like I know that a lot of people on the social club are gonna really like hearing this this episode because it's just uh, great to catch up with you and see that you still have that same enthusiasm. I'll be, I'll be curious, anyone who actually did see that movie X, it was it came out in March. I'd be curious to actually think what if people would be willing to accept that like Britney's character turns into like half alligator. <laughs> I'm willing to accept it. I haven't seen it, but I've I mean, accepted it already. Yeah. It just, it, it just kind of happened because I never, that was something I never planned for. And it's like, you know, I really cared about this character so much. And for some reason, once I thought she becomes half alligator to save her life from the alligators, that, that idea just took off and like, hasn't come down and it's not going to. <laughs> Maybe like an alligator shark to and get Ralph involved. Oh, there we go. <laughs> As long as as long as it's Britney's porn star character, because she still like has a porn star mentality, even like as an alligator hybrid. <laughs> Britney Gator versus Sharktopus. Come on, yeah, yeah. I'd watch that. <laughs> it's, it's just so it's such such a, it's such a strange situation that just kind of unfolded, and now I'm just going with it. You know, <laughs> hey, you're a movie guy. What do you think about those weird sci-fi movies like Sharktopus? Do you like those kind of intentionally bad movies? Um, I I don't know. If they're on t- it's not. I'm more I'm more focused on what's in theaters. It has to be something that really gets my attention to watch it on TV. You know, I would go see it if it was in a theater. It was like a dumb movie. It was in a theater. You know, because because on TV there's just so many options, and it's like it's just easier in a theater. Yeah. You know, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. like, I like getting out of the house a lot. I just like going hanging out and then going to the movies. And like at home, it's like you know too many distractions and too many other channels, you know? So yeah. Nick, are you, uh, do you have your own place now? What job do you have these days? I am in Lancaster a lot of the time right now. I'm helping my grandmother because she had, oh, nice. she just had hip, she had hip surgery. So I'm here a lot for her though. So. Okay. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. I'm helping her out. So. That's good. Yeah. I'm, I drive down to LA whenever I need to be there, you know? Yeah. But, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, job wise, I know it's like put, I'm putting all my eggs in one basket. It's like I just want to work for Joe. That's that's what I really want the most because uh, I feel because I did I did like the the regular job where I was at the cell phone store for a yeah. long time. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I, was, and I had like another job where I was an assistant. And that was fun. And after a while, it's like you realize like. A lot of these jobs will get you money and they'll get you know, go and do the things you want to do. But after a while, there's like like the feeling like I want to really fulfill my goal, my potential, my well, the best I can be. And not ever and like most regular jobs can't fulfill that. They'll get you like stuff and like cover your needs, but like in order to like actually fulfill your potential, the highest you could go, sometimes you just need like the job, you know? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, yeah. You want your dream job. Yeah, it's also mm-hmm. because, again, yeah, because I've had the jobs where you just, you, know, you get paid to, you know, do, your th- do the things you want to do. And it's like, it's nice and all, but, you know, after a while, you know, you need to, like, really step it up and, like, you know, move, you know, move forward in your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely, definitely. All right. Uh, that has been another. That has been another toss-up. Uh, no, uh, this has been another great episode of Quitters Never Give Up. Uh, we had our guest, Nick, with I had us. so much Yay! fun. This is so cool. Well, thank you for coming on, Nick. We enjoyed back it. Again, I'd be more than happy to join Anytime. You Feel yeah, free to do your own segment yeah. about movie reviews. Since you, and, yeah. you know, introduce your scripts. Do whatever, man. <sighs> artistically, I've changed so much. I'm trying to figure myself out. I just... I really like Joe. I really like January Jones and Brittany Snow. I really want things to get better for Amber. So those are my people. Don't forget, join the Kevin and Bean Social Club. You'll love it. Yeah, and don't forget. I would, yeah. I would love to. I will, I'll do that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and follow Nick on Instagram at Nick Astronakis. Nicholas Astronakis. Nicholas Astronakis. Okay. Yeah, Nicholas that's Astronakis. my full name. Shout out to Kevin Stockdale for connecting us with Nick. Listen to the Kevin and Bean archive and donate to help keep it going. Thank, Thank you. Bye-bye.